you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Family's Fly Free podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler. Today, we're going to talk about using travel credit cards to help your family fly free. Now, in episode number one, we talked about a variety of different ways that you can fly free without ever even set, setting foot on an airplane. And one of those ways that can help you to fly free is to take advantage of travel credit cards. And the reason why travel credit cards are such a great option are because they allow you to earn a large number of frequent flyer miles, and you will redeem those frequent flyer miles for free flights. They let you earn a large number of frequent flyer miles with very little work. And that is always one of my goals is to fly free as simply as possible. So the less work that I have to do or that I can show my listeners um, work that they need to do, the better, right? So we're looking for um, the biggest return for our investment of time that we can get. And travel credit cards definitely fall into that category. So today we're going to talk about five things beginners need to know about using travel credit cards to fly free. All right. So number one is travel credit cards and credit cards in general can be used for good. A lot of people hear credit cards and they immediately shut down and say, I'm not interested, I don't wanna hear anything else because a lot of us, myself included, have been in debt in the past and so we think credit cards are always bad. And certainly, like many things in this world, they can be used for good or they can be used for bad. And if you don't use them responsibly, and basically that just means paying your balance off before interest is charged, you definitely can get into trouble with credit cards. And that is not what we're trying to do here. We're um, using credit cards to get a return on money we'd be spending anyway. So if we just took money out of our bank using our debit card, say, we get no uh, benefit, no return for the money that we're spending. But if we choose a particular credit card that gives us benefits for our spending, uh, then you can get things like free travel in return for money that you are spending anyway. So you might have credit cards that give you cash back when you spend a certain amount or um, that give you a variety of different perks, discounts on shopping or groceries. Travel credit cards usually work in that they allow you to earn miles or points for some form of free travel based on the spending that you're doing. So you might be able to earn three points or three miles for every dollar that you spend on a particular card. And then those miles collect over time and you can redeem them for free travel or free flights as I specifically am talking about on this podcast. So the key here is that you want to only use your credit cards for things 
that you are going to be buying anyway. This is not a reason to buy some big expenditure that you don't have money in the bank to cover. So my rules are always don't buy something you weren't going to buy anyway. Make sure you have money in the bank right now to cover what you are putting on your credit card. And then I like to just go ahead and immediately pay that off on the credit card from my bank. So if I went and bought $100 in groceries using my travel credit card, and let's say I earned three miles per dollar for doing so, the next day I'm gonna go ahead and pay that balance off, that $100 off on my credit card with my bank. So that way that money came immediately out of my bank account, just like it would have if I'd used my debit card. Um, and so you don't get into trouble at the end of the month where you've put things on your credit card that you forgot and you didn't leave money in the bank to cover. So if you are able to do it this way, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to use travel credit cards you know, to earn a return on your money in the form of free travel. So I want you to keep that in mind and just take a different perspective on credit cards rather than assuming they can always be bad. So there's no reason that they need to be bad if we pay them off um, at least every month by the due date. That's when interest starts to accrue. I prefer to do it every day or every other day, and many of my listeners do it that way too. All right, number two is before you start getting travel credit cards willy-nilly, you want to make sure you have a plan in place for where you want to travel, how many miles and points you need to get there, and what cards are the best ones to help you earn those miles and points. So you want to be careful that you don't just start accruing cards left and right uh, because someone told you that they are a good deal. So instead, stop, put a plan in place. Where does your family want to travel? in the next six months, in the next year? What's a big goal for you? Um, or maybe you wanna to travel to six different places um, that are smaller, that are gonna take a fewer number of miles. Then you wanna look at the airline you're flying. As we talked about in episode five, my preferred airline for free travel for families is Southwest. So I would look and see, okay, where do I wanna go in the next year? And um, you can check over you know a period of time you can get a sense for what the average cost of that flight is going to be in miles and southwest use, uses points so get a good sense of what do you think this is going to cost for the total number of people who are going to be flying so you, now you know how many points you need to accrue right then you can look at okay what credit cards accrue those points and then you can start to make a plan for what credit cards you would like to get in hand to earn the points that you need to achieve your travel goals. So just start with the plan rather than starting with the card. All right, number three is don't get too many credit cards. So again, the way I teach Flying Free is simple. Keep it simple. And that includes the number of travel credit cards you have too. There is no reason to have 10 different credit cards the most organized of us would get lost and confused and miss due dates and miss payments and wouldn't know which card to use for what when we have that many. So I recommend that you start with no more than three and my family is able to fly free by holding just four cards and we really just use about three of them. So there's absolutely no reason if we can do it for a family of four for five plus years, so can you, and you don't need to have 100 credit cards to do so. Now, you have to be careful because a lot of blogs and websites out there 
are just going to tell you what the latest and greatest credit card offer is for any given airline, for any general travel credit card, and they're going to make it sound awesome. So these sites and blogs, and mine included, we do earn affiliate income when you click through and sign up for a card. But make sure you're following someone who you trust, um, who is going to give you the best advice and, and put it in the context of a plan. So for example, I have a travel credit card plan that I teach the folks in my family's fly free program to follow because it accomplishes your goal of being able to fly your whole family throughout the US, the Caribbean and Europe forever. And it's very simple with these three to four cards. And so I don't promote a bunch of different credit cards that don't fall in that plan. I only am talking and linking um, to those cards that fit within the way I teach. So make sure you're following someone who is giving you a program to follow. Um, and don't just get sucked in by, oh, this is the best deal I've ever seen on this card. Stop and think for a minute. Does this card meet the goals of what my family's plans are for travel? Is it gonna help me earn points to accomplish that goal? If it doesn't, then just pass it by. So a lot of us who started off on this ended up with cards that we wished we hadn't gotten in hindsight because we got sucked into the excitement of the deal. Instead, make sure you have a plan and just follow that plan. And if you want my travel credit card plan, I'd love to have you join my family's fly free program where I teach families exactly what to do step by step so they don't make any mistakes along the way and they know exactly what card to apply for when. They don't get in over their head with too many cards. All right, and you can learn more about that at familiesflyfree.com slash join. All right, number four is to make sure you understand the credit card rules. So this can get a little bit complicated if you don't have someone to help you through it. Um, so either make sure you understand the rules yourself or you follow someone who does and can help you through it. So there are some little intricacies to this. So I'm gonna give you a few of them just to give you an idea. So the first thing I'd recommend is that you wanna get your any chase cards that you would like first. And this is because they are one of the most restrictive banks in terms of approvals. However, they are really the best bank in terms of travel credit cards. So the reason that you wanna get those cards first, the chase cards first, is they have a rule that we call in the free travel world, we call it 524. And that just means that Chase will not approve you for any of their cards if you have opened five or more new cards of any type in the last 24 months. There are some exceptions to this rule and they are some business cards. So um, Amex business cards, Chase business cards, and City business cards, and there are a few others, um, are excluded from that total of five. But if you have any department store credit cards, which by the way, we would not recommend getting, but if you've opened any of those or any, you know, um, what you thought was a line of credit that's really a credit card or um, Amex or any type of card, that counts as one of your five. And even if you are um, an authorized user on someone else's card, that counts too. So you wanna make sure, because that rule is so restrictive, that before you open cards from any other bank, you get the Chase cards that you want first because they're not gonna approve you once you've opened five total. 
The other thing to know about Chase is they will only approve you for one of their cards every 30 days. Um, and so if you try to apply for more than one Chase card, you will get declined and then you'll like wonder why. Usually it says too many applications and too short of a time is what they give as the reason. Um, and so there are some ways around this that allow you to still take advantage of good offers even if they're expiring and you recently applied for another Chase card. And these are the types of things that we we help our members through and families fly free um, in our live webinars we have every single week and throughout different videos um, in our video library that you can access. So we help our members through any questions they have about travel credit cards or any problems they run into along the way. Every now and then you will get declined and you won't understand why. And we can help you look at what the reason was. And then usually there's a way to um, get them to reconsider that and approve you. As long as your credit score is, is where it needs to be. And we usually recommend that it's in about the high 600s. The other rule that I wanted to mention is related to American Express, and that is that you can only apply for one of their cards and get the current bonus offer. So when we talk about bonus offers, we mean they might be allowing you to get 50,000 points after you meet a certain minimum spend in a certain amount of time. So they might require you to, to use that card to spend $2,000 within the first three months, and if you do that, they will just award you 50,000 points. And that's why these cards are so great in terms of allowing you to accrue lots of miles and points at once because they have these big offers when you first apply and you meet whatever the required minimum spend is. So with American Express, you can only ever do that once a lifetime per card. Whereas some of the other cards, they have different rules, but usually at some point along the way, you would be eligible to reapply for a card that you already held at some point um, in order to get that offer again in the future. Um, so bottom line, you want to understand that there are some rules and intricacies to this um, that you want to make sure that you understand. You want to keep your credit score intact and you want to make sure you're on the easiest path to free travel possible um, without getting into any problems with the, the banks in terms of their rules and regulations. Okay, the fifth point that I wanted to make, and the last one, is understanding um, how to continue to use these cards for your everyday expenses. So beyond these initial bonuses that you get when you're first approved for the card and meet the minimum spend, and you get that big chunk of points, um, a lot of these cards are good to continue to use on a day-to-day -day basis because they offer you double or triple points for every dollar you spend on the card in certain categories. So those categories might be gas, or it might be groceries, or it might be dining, or it could be travel. So you want to make sure that you're using the right card that gives you the most points for that particular category. So um, it's important to understand which cards you should use. And that's why not having a whole bunch is very helpful here because that gets really confusing. So if you know that you always use this particular card whenever you're eating out and you always use this particular card when you're getting gas, that makes things a lot more simple and that's a way that you can continue to accrue points over time in addition to um, signing up and getting these bonuses because the way I teach my members is, is not to keep opening and closing and applying for new cards because again that gets complicated rather i would like to see you open the cards um, 
get those initial bonuses, follow my strategies to make the most of those, and then continue to earn points um, by choosing the right card. And a key thing here is the credit cards do change up the number of points that you can earn in different categories. So members of my program are always alerted in real time when these changes happen. So they can make a note, oh, okay, now I need to switch to this card because it is now offering more points on dining than the other card that I was using. So you have to, there's always changing information when it comes to flying free in terms of deals and sales and ways to earn more points. So it's important that you have a streamlined, easy way to access that information um, to be alerted to it and we alert our members via text and mobile alerts and then so you can take action on it and move on um, no need to sort through a bunch of blog posts or 20 different email newsletters to look for the key tidbits that you need to know to fly your family free so if again if you'd like to learn more about our program we would love to have you come be a part um, that is familiesflyfree.com join and i hope this gave you a good kind of beginner look at using travel credit cards why they are so beneficial for families who want to fly free and how they can really be good and provide you with an excellent return on your everyday spending in the form of free travel. Who wouldn't want that? Um, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe so you can stay tuned to future episodes. Next week, we're going to be talking about how to travel and fly free to Hawaii because I'm hearing from so many listeners right now that they want to fly free to Hawaii. And we've been talking about that all month in my Families Fly Free program, how to fly to Hawaii, how to book free hotels in Hawaii, what to do there and how to save. So I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of that on next week's episode. So please join us if Hawaii is on your list. And we're also going to address the current testing protocols as it relates to the pandemic. You can definitely go to Hawaii right now. There are just some procedural things that you need to know and understand um, before you travel there. So you just need to plan ahead if you want to go. So please do join us. And if you found this podcast helpful, um, we would love it if you would leave an honest review. And otherwise, we will talk to you next week. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program, where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.